Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today (laughs) yeah so what is that too hacky i mean the whole the whole idea of a podcast is hacky i was thinking about it uh the other day when i shared uh, not to instantly derail us. We're recording now, anyways. Um, not oh, to okay. instantly derail us on our entire podcast. Uh, but I was sending Ashley um, a video or a, a GIF of that '70s show when they're like sitting in like the weed smoking circle, and there's that yeah. episode where they record their like uh, drug weed thoughts, and they're like, "None of this is as interesting as we thought it was uh, when we were high." And I'm like, "Oh, that's podcasting like 30 years ago." <laughs> is is, that was 100 what it is so it's all hacky huge fan of the fact that we started the podcast you're like we're recording and podcasts are hacky that's how we started the episode (laughs) yeah i mean it's i think that's kind of what i don't i'm not gonna do anti-comedy but i feel like we should just like stop pretending that what every stupid thing that we're doing is serious because i mean we're i mean we're recording each other on a on a program that is made for business for people to connect during the pandemic and we're just talking about things that may or may not have happened in like a drug-fueled haze over a four-day weekend well also like i had it something like this week too where i realized i was like it was one of my friend's birthdays yesterday and so i like was at my friend's apartment and i made this dumb song on piano and we record he like recorded me doing it and I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Should I post it for a birthday? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, it's too dumb. I don't want to post it. He's like, why do you care? Yeah. He's Whose like, house was it? Do- that was a gorgeous house or apartment. It was my friend Mike's. He's an engineer. We should have him on one day because he's one of the funniest people I've met, like as a person. Yeah, we should have him on. Let's you talk to him. an engineer. Um, but um, it's our it's our thing. Yeah. Like it's all stupid, and we own it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to explain to people when they're like hey this is what you should do and it's like i I do i do dumb stuff all the time and i don't post it like uh i posted a thing today did you see so like i switched jobs recently and when i left my old company i printed out pictures of my face and it's me with like the mustache and i'm like like that it was for like a thing i look like i'm a 40 year old dad and i printed out these little pictures and i just hit them all over the office in people's cubicles that i liked yeah, that's hilarious. There's like, like, just, there's like 40 of them throughout the office. And that's <laughs> like I the dumbest thing that I like. I took a, a recorded video of my dog snoring and it got like 1500 views on reels. Yeah, like it was just like it's the most popular thing that I've ever put out on the Internet ever. And it was just like my dog snoring. And I was like, all right, like, fine. Just put up the dumb shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Um, I don't know. Start the podcast. <laughs> What's that in the distance? It's the comedy and mushroom podcast, baby, and it's coming quick. It's coming in too fast. It's the train's gonna blow through the station. Oh no, it's gonna be, it's problematic. But it's the, it's our podcast. It's the comedy and mushroom podcast, and I'm I'm Joe, and this is Ray, and we're here. 
Is this why you don't start the podcast? Is that did you just mess up the name of the podcast on purpose so you wouldn't have to start it anymore? Do I do I fuck it? Do I did I mess it up again? It's the comedy and mushroom cult podcast. Yeah, what did I say? Comedy and mushroom podcast. Yeah. What did I call it last time? I don't remember. It's that's just, the problem with this is that it all blends to it's all people don't understand that we've recorded this all. Oh, like over it, this has been like an entire year recording we just go and change outfits and then just just release them at different times okay can i do it again i feel yeah, like i've go got more it. to offer yeah you're good we'll leave it right. in fuck it like just we're, we're gonna leave it in but then they're gonna be like well when does it start because well, we'll leave it in for the patreon and then we'll we'll now we'll leave it all in okay. okay cool are you ready yeah are you ready yeah. All right, go ahead. Ding, ding dong. Who's at the door? It's the Comedy and Mushroom Cult podcast. You're listening with Joe and Ray. Strap in, because today we're going to talk about some great adventures in, in town Cleveland. But thank you. I just did a, what was it, that oh, hello voice? But Hey, I mean, it was better than the first one. I Thank you. I mean, we're, I mean, it's not, and it, that's what we're aiming for is not worse. That's, I mean, it's never better, just not worse. It's not going to get, as long as it's, as long as we don't, you know, what's the word? Regress. When you go backwards, what's that called? Regress. Yeah, but there's like a fun phrase for it. Revertigo? <laughs> that's not it, but I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching How I Met Your Mother a lot lately. <laughs> that's from that um so uh we might as well just get into it uh yeah. like a like a drunk girl uh that gave you consent before she was drinking um right that's how it works like you can both consent and then like be like hey we're gonna both drink i don't know a consensual girl that wants you to get into it that's how we're gonna get into it um you could just that's how you should have said it. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, we're just we're just talking out loud here. We gotta figure it out. It's not gonna be perfect the first time, you know. Nobody um, is. We haven't done one with just you and me in such a long time that I'm I'm like doing my A game today. It has been a while. Um, but it's because dude, that trip like hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't know if it was the trip itself, because like we ate pizza four Pretty out bad. of five days. I gained like three pounds. I lost bad. weight, dude. I just somehow oh. lost weight. It's all those stairs at the rock wall. Yeah. <laughs> but like I somehow lost weight. Um, but I also got like the shot on Monday. Like, so I like drove oh. the night Sunday. And we'll like Quentin Tarantino this. But like, yeah, like it just like wrecked me for a week. Like I'm just now kind of getting out of the haze a little bit. And it's like almost two weeks later. Dude, when, um, when when you came to visit, I didn't want to be a narc, but I got like the vaccine what Tuesday, and yeah. you were here on Wednesday night, and like I didn't feel normal until like Saturday. And Saturday was the best out of all it was of the best. Days. Yeah, I mean that was like I mean the Saturday and Sunday. So Wednesday was fine. Like we showed we kind of like too. we yeah. we want to skip over like the beginning because we did like that recording on Saturday. Yeah. But like so we don't need to do like Wednesday. Got into town. We did LVT. Um, both had great sets. Um, Probably the best sets anyone's ever had at LVT ever. I mean, it's up there. Like it wasn't top like 10. bad sets. Um, top, top twenty for sure. Top twenty for sure. And then top thirty um, if you're being stingy. So you, we had Eurogyro. That was the first time I had Eurogyro in uh, a long time. 
So that was good. And then Oh yeah, we did get your Azaro. Because you were dying. Like you barely you probably barely remember Wednesday. I d- dude, I was like, can we take a lap around the neighborhood just to see if my body still works when we really like, ordered the food and I was like, can we just take a lap so I yeah. can make sure we don't have to go to a hospital? And it was perfect because it was like you were dying and I had been driving all day. So it was like, do you know what? This is probably like a perfect lap that we both needed. It was very yeah. cleansing. It kind of felt like, you know how the awkwardness, even though we talk for like, we've got, I don't know how many episodes of this. We talk quite regularly. At but least there's that awkwardness of like me being in your house. You just don't like, it's your house. I'm in your world um then it's just kind of like all right how do we like that dynamic of somebody that you know and that you talk to but you're like this person's gonna be stuck on my couch for four days like it was like weird and then that lap it was like all right cool this is gonna be fine like everything's melded together yeah so like i i feel like usually most people when they have a guest over they're like worried because it's their space where i worry like the opposite way i'm like oh he's at my house i hope everything's clean enough i hope the shower has hot water and then you hope the shower doesn't blast him with hot water when somebody yeah, flushes the, their toilet. The shower not having hot water is probably the least of your problems. Yeah. Wait, what? Because the 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 shower has too hot of water, depending on who's yeah. using it when. Yeah, it's a real mixed bag, that shower. It's not good. It's a cool setup, though. I feel like more bathrooms should be set up that way, that as soon as you walk in them, you're basically in the shower. <laughs> It's the only bathroom where you can legally take a shit and a shower at the same time. I think Katie Moynihan does interior design or something, and I think we should just make sure every house that she does, that the whole bathroom is a shower. It's just whether or not you have you're taking a shower. And they're like, and you walk in, and you're like, where do do we shower? And she's like, anywhere. Fucking anywhere. It's all it's all a shower. The question is, where do you not shower, and what? when do you want to turn it on? But no, so that was fun. So then we go to LVT, which you didn't want to go, and I made you go. Um, I was dying. Yeah, I know you were dying. Okay, baby. But you were fake dying. Like, you were, you were medically kind of and fake dying. It wasn't even real dying. It was a medically induced death. Yeah. So we went, and it was fine. It was fun to see um everybody uh that like it's fine uh that's the thing about lvt is like you see the people that you want to see you see a couple people that you're like hey i'm glad i moved so i'll never have to talk to them again and then of course they're there um and yelling at you through somebody else that you're not facebook friends with them um and it's just like yeah that's on purpose uh yeah, that's funny that's really know, funny I know exactly who you are, uh, and that's why <laughs> we're not Facebook friends. And so there's that. And then you hear people trying to be super cool about how many drugs they do, but like you can, it sounds like a, an undercover cop talking about drugs. And they're like, "Yeah, man, I've done drugs before." And you're like, "Nobody who's ever done drugs has ever said yes, I've done drugs before." So that's just a very weird thing for you to say. Um, that's how I sound with everything. I sound like a cop for. I'm such a narc. Just personality-wise. Well, I don't know. but like when you so it's one of those things where like you may or may not have used drugs in your life. And when people like might find that out about you, it might be surprising to them. But when you're somebody who like puts off that persona of like I'm super cool and I like do everything, and you're like, 
I have drug stories too, guys. And you're just like, all right, man, like you're trying real hard to talk to people who are seven years younger than you about like your wild yeah. drug experiences. And it's, that's like, that's one of those where everybody always like frames it as, oh, I have the best drug story. Yeah. Like no, it's nobody's like, oh, I have a middle of the road drug story for you. Everybody's got the best drug stories. It's yeah. the same thing as like when like you go to like a townie bar in like a college yeah. town and it's some guy who was like, I remember when I was in school and you're like, yeah, man, we get it. Like you're still like you still live here. Um, Dude, I so bad. Like that's the drug story I want is I want someone to be like, hey, it's not going to blow the rails off. But I got a drug story for you. That's just OK. And I think that after hearing it, you're going to be just all right. I think that would I'm be, like, if drugs me. were involved in our weekend at all, I feel like overall, that's exactly, like, our drug story is, like, just okay, except for, like, a 45-minute, um, complete insane time of our life. Yeah, and even that was just completely overruled by Formula Uh. Formula uh. uh. There's a race this weekend. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Do you have to do you have to have the internet to watch Formula? Oh. Um, I was looking at it. You like how we've done this so long uh, that I knew that it was coming. You just had to wait through the pause. But we there is like a Formula uh, package that you can get, um, and it's oh. like seventy dollars for the year. So I don't think that's crazy. Um, that 70? you can use, huh? $70 for all the formula oh, you can watch. Yeah, for a year. Um, and then, and it's like you can live stream it, where the other one, like, you can just watch the replays. So it might be worth it, but then, like, sometimes they put it on regular TV, but I don't want to, I don't want to risk it. Um, which now we're giant fans of Formula uh, because <laughs> of the Netflix show. But we need to we need to come up with a legit CMC podcast uh, formula uh, team. Like we, well, can't I was thinking it. like so. This is we should go deeper. I think we should pick somebody that's a driver right now in Formula Don, and then when they move up to Formula, <laughs> and when they move up to Formula, oh, that's when we. That's when we like lose it because we're like, hey, we've been following this guy since he was in Formula Book or maybe even Formula Tukwa. Yeah, but I haven't watched any Formula or Formula Like, I have not followed either one of those. And I've only got one weekend of Formula. And like, the closest (laughs) that we have is that guy from Youngstown. That's the only reason why I want to be a Haas team is because he's from Youngstown. Yeah, the greatest city. I mean, every industry has left that city, and the only American owner of a team is from there, and they're the worst owner. They're the it's like them and Williams, and I just know that from watching. I'm so mad Segura got to this before us, by the way. Yeah, he was talking about it on what? When was he talking about it, Joe? The Rogan podcast? I don't know. I just had like I think Joe Graham was like, "Hey, Segura watches that dumb show you and Ray watch." Which, I mean, again, Tarantinoing around. Like, we got super into Formula, uh, the uh, the drive for success or whatever the fuck it's called. But I don't even know the name for it. It's like drive. drive. Yeah, you get it. We get it. It's on drive Netflix. Survive, it's formula. the only Formula uh, show. Just, just look up Formula 
on Netflix and it'll, it'll pop up. And uh, like, it's just it's also a, real, real quick. I just laughed show. right there. I just laughed right there and I like had my hands up and then I was like, don't leave your hands up. So I just put them on the side. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good cover. But so, but like, it's, it's the only show on Netflix that has to do with formula. Uh, and it's, it's the just, only it, show it, on Netflix. There's a show about it. But worthy, it, it's the, it's, it makes so much sense. And according to Joe Graham, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And I think that's why it's the best show on Netflix. The funniest thing he said is he like, Rogan talked about, or what's his name? Segura talked about it. And he was like, yeah, I thought you guys were crazy because I didn't get it. And then Segura gets it. So maybe I don't get it. And he had like a moment of realization that he just doesn't understand Formula. Well, the best part about Formula uh, is that it's like, it seems like such a bad idea at first. Because I was like, I was ready. We were watching that one episode and I was like, you know, I should make fun of Joe about watching Formula. uh, And like, (laughs) but... Like, I need to do some research on this to start roasting you on it. Because I didn't want it to be, like, a personal roast of, like, you're so dumb for liking this. I wanted to roast the show and in that way roast you. So, like, in the research by watching the show, it completely won me over in one episode. And so we were, like, it almost felt like, so what night was that? Was that, it was Friday night. I think it was, no, I think it was legitimately Wednesday. I think we well, got... Wednesday we watched it and I fell in love with it. But yeah. Thursday I had the first show at Hilarities, and then but Thursday night we like set up Friday night with Joe because we got those sodas. Yeah. So like Holy Thursday water. night we watched like a gang more, okay. but it was almost like we were trying to pull like you know how we were supposed to be making a cult with this podcast. Yeah. That's what we were trying to do with Formula um... uh, on Friday is we just got Joe hopped up on a whole bunch of maybe drugs and then, like, forced him to watch the show while every five minutes being like, isn't this great? And, like, he was faking it for so long. My favorite part about that is he was, like, sitting next to me on the couch, and I've never seen someone try harder to get something and then get it. I would, like... Like something would happen on the TV, and then somebody on the TV would be like, well, you know, that's this formula. And then... I'd look at Joe and I'd be like, Formula, oh, huh? and he'd be like, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it at all. No, the, but, but it was like, because like, well, how long is so it? Frustrated. Like an hour or whatever? And we had to watch two while he was there. Uh, oh, yeah. And so we watched two hours of Formula, uh, and <laughs> he's sitting there and we're like, you get it, right? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And, and so like, it'd be every once in a while, we're like, so you get why the show rules. And then before he leaves, he's like, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be frank with you, brothers. I don't get it. <laughs> like, he couldn't lie anymore. <laughs> and, 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 but he, like, he did. <laughs> You're 100% right. And then he was just like, I'm so sorry. And left. <laughs> <laughs> like, he thought we were going to stop being friends with him because he didn't like Formula O. <laughs> Which, I mean, those are after that weekend, those are grounds for that. I mean, because we're like the new season isn't even coming out until next year. Did you know we got? You know what we got to figure out? Are any cars in Formula One sponsored by Great Clips? Ooh, I doubt it. 
Somebody's had to have been. That's you're right. That's a NASCAR sponsor. For sure. For sure. There's there's a great clips in NASCAR car. I I've had my life on it. Did you know that uh Great Clips is the official salon sponsor of the X Games? There's a fucking Great Clips NASCAR car. Who is it? PC Khan. Kane. He's got an H in his last name where there shouldn't be one. I think it's Kane, but there's an H in front of it. So it's either Khan or Kane or Mean. Oh, it is Casey Kane. Is that how you say it? Yeah. But that Dude, was in uh, 2017, 2018. Dude, talk about a good car. I hope he won it all that year. Yeah, that's true. Dude. He should have won. He's uh, He probably didn't even have to try to do what I've been trying very hard to get, a Great Clip sponsorship. You know, Great Clips, you should sponsor us because, like, what's there to lose? Like, we're the Haas Motorsports of podcasts. Like, we don't partake. Like, we're not going to build our own car, and we're not going to spend money. And then we just need we got we we need to find somebody to blame everything on, like that guy who runs the team, who's just like, I'll, I'll fire everybody. Like we need somebody to do that. Bro, are you talking about Gunther? Yeah. <laughs> Him and his like, he's like, uh, he, how much money do they? Yeah. He's got to make stupid money, and he's just got like. Dude. A not attractive wife, which makes me not trust him even more. I don't know. I think we're talking. Is he the guy whose accent you hear him talking? You're like, he has to try to sound like that. There's no way he's real. Yeah. And then he's, he's like, always on the phone. We're and going like, to fire the team. I think that we're having a pretty bad year. Gene, but you know, you look Gene, at the car. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this <laughs> I don't care. I'll fire everybody. And it's like, that's unacceptable. Like he fired somebody and they slammed a door. And he's like, that's unacceptable. And he like chases, it's like you fired him and he slammed a door. Like it's gonna happen. Like calm down. Dude, there's like, I don't even know what season it is because they all blend together. But there's like one race where one of his drivers just straight up crashes a car. And then they interview him and he's just like, you know, I think the biggest problem with him is that he tries too hard to be good. And that's why he crashes. <laughs> <laughs> that and then you have like the coolest guy in the entire world who runs uh Red team Bull. red bull yeah dude. he's the coolest person dude okay yeah he's no lewis hamilton like... but like like lewis hamilton's the coolest person in the entire world because he's like the best driver ever but like the guy who runs team red bull he just seems like the most laid back, but like you can tell, like he's probably murdered somebody to get where he's got in Formula. Uh. <laughs> the the funniest thing about that show is they come up with these like absurd and massive story arcs for every episode, and it'll be like, oh, this guy's arguing with this guy. These guys, there's a storyline. He might switch to Reno, and then at the end of every race, it's just like. Lewis Hamilton wins again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, they like have like the most ridiculous storyline, and they're like, Lewis Hamilton gets first place. Hey, good job running the perfect race and getting eleventh. <laughs> like, yes. like, you, you guys crushed it. We got eleventh. That's why I like that show, though, is because there's like that top tier of teams, and then there's people who like get into it. And they're like, we're just vying for like seventh place, and that's it's what we want. What's like crazy is how professional all of like the radio guys sound on the show. Cause they'll be like, like, they'll be like, absolutely great job, Carlos. P7. 
P7. You've come in P7. Really great driving. And he'll be like, thank you so much. I am honored to be a part of this team. <laughs> You're just like, like, nobody's like amped up ever. Like never ever. Like in the it's like even that kid who uh when he won it like on his first race or whatever, and yeah. he like he was like mildly excited, and like that's the most like if you're what 22 worth a billion dollars and you're like the most handsome person from your country and you're a sports car driver, and he's like he's like shit, yes, we won the race, and it's like yeah, no, it's like, like you should be burning the city down. Like, what are you doing? Dude, it's so weird because I was like, it's so good to be driving in front of a home crowd. And I'm like, we're in Brazil. Like, I just don't understand. Like, where's what's the home stadium? Is it where your team is or is it where you're from? Or I think it's where you're from because wasn't that with uh, Daniel What's His Face when he was in Australia? Yeah, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> he's he's very handsome. Dude, the funniest thing is they'll like ask him, they'll be like, uh, They'll be like, oh, Daniel, like, what do you, what do you think? What are you looking forward to this season? And he'll just be like, yeah, I want more people to talk about how good looking I am. I'll just like say it. (laughs) But is that like the key to being a formula uh, driver is that you're a 10 out of 10? Like, is that the, is that how you're successful? I'm assuming that it, I'm assuming, yeah, I could never be a formula uh, driver. You could run, you could like, you're NASCAR <laughs> hot. Like, you could be NASCAR hot. Like, throw you in the jumpsuit, give you a Mountain Dew sponsorship. Like, yeah, you're Formula, Formula One, you're working out every day. You're doing like weird neck I'm exercises sorry, with what, rubber what bands. Formula One? Oh, no. My bad. We're going to have to edit that. Formula. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing that like crazy juggling shit before the race. And like they'll put like the the tension band around their head and like do that. It doesn't even but, make like, sense. NASCAR, they're NASCAR, they're just like, hey, we just had made some pulled pork. Yeah. Like grab a sandwich and then go race. Dudes like ripping darts right before they jump in the car. They're like, I've got to be yeah. driving for four hours and there's not enough room for a pack of smokes. Let me like just <laughs> light seven of these at once and these formula uh, drivers are like doing like four hour yoga sessions before they get in a car i wish that was like a requirement to finishing a race and like either nascar or formula would be that you have to finish like an entire pack of cigarettes too jeez (laughs) like that's the one thing i am proud i didn't i didn't driving uh, one-handed with the window down ripping smokes (laughs) I'm assuming you're just like blasting Van Halen. Like you have to use like the old school like car lighter thing too. Like, like push it in. You get your knee on the wheel. You're trying to let your cigarette. Well, because you know, the, like they don't. The only be song like... playing is "Jump" by Van Halen. <laughs> Dude, but like you know how they'd be like he's charging up. Like they were like charging something, like some sort of battery or some shit that we yeah. don't. We still don't know what it is. Like maybe that's what that is. Is just like that's them pushing <laughs> the thing. And it takes power away for like four seconds. It starts up, hit the button, and the thing pops out. Van Halen kicks up. Van Halen, another band that wasn't at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is very true. Yeah, Demons Up. And Zeppelin. If you don't get that. 
Is it because none of them wore clothes ever? Is that what it is? Because that's all the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. I've So I'm glad that we've taken like a week and a half to do this because now reflecting on it, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is probably the most uh, bullshit Hall of Fame of all time. Well, it's like... It's like an oxymoron. Like, I don't know how you can write a Hall of Fame for rock and roll. That's like the least rock and roll thing you can do. Well, and it was like like you had to wait and, and i get like covid and shit like that but like you have to like walk in like one direction the whole time um another band that wasn't in there one direction um, that would have been like a good joke if i was good at comedy um, I wish we would have kept doing that like everywhere every time we saw a staff member just like where's one direction because <laughs> i would i was told this was a rock and roll hall <laughs> and i've seen no directions to one direction so the only, like, we can only go in one direction, and that is up these steps, which is my favorite part of the entire experience was every single time we went up a level, you were like, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm terrified of heights. And it was every time that the escalator would go up another level on this, on this labyrinth of steps that I didn't even know was possible. So I'm pretty sure... That somebody actually just wanted to build an escalator museum, but oh, and they but couldn't. They were like, we, like, that's absurd. The first pitch, like they were like, I want an escalator museum, and they're like, yeah, nobody's ever gonna go to that. And they're like, fine, let's put the out, let's put Taylor Swift's dress in here. And they're like, oh, that's what you need—a rock and roll hall of fame. And they're like, yeah, man, as long as it's all escalators for seven hours, that's all <laughs> I want. As long as is the sketchiest hot dog salesman I've ever met in my entire life. Jesus Lord. Do you know what I've yes, I've been I've tried to tell people about this and nobody I got, I got as upset about it as I am, and I'm the one who lived it. I got vaccinated like two days before I had that dude's that hot dog from that sketchy dude, and I'm more I was way more worried about the hot dog than COVID. Well, and here's the biggest thing too is it was almost a weird game of like chicken with that guy. Cause I think as soon as we went up there and then kind of saw his whole situation that was going on, um, like, you know, like the evolutionary chart, (laughs) he was like, (laughs) he was like a little left of center. (laughs) Let's put it that way. And it wasn't even like a mean way. Like you walk up to him and his face was busted and you're like, all right, but we were committed at that point, And I was almost waiting for you to just be like, nah, we're not doing this. But like you kept talking to him after his opening line. Oh, which was the greatest opening line I've ever heard from a stranger, by the way, is I had a Neil Young button on my jean jacket and we were about, we told him we were going to the rock and roll hall of fame. And he goes, hey, here's a fun yeah, here's, look at the pause. We're across the street from the Rock and Roll Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, you can see it we clearly. We told him we were going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He picks that corner probably because a lot of people go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Again, that is across the street. And there's the big fucking Cleveland letters that say Rock Hall right in front of the fucking Rock Hall. Like, because everything in Cleveland needs to be labeled at what it is with giant letters. And then you go and there's a guy who asks you what he goes what's on your jacket and i go neil young and he goes uh like a very like a sigh where i was like he's losing life 
then he goes. <laughs> it he was goes, hey. it was a side where he realized he was selling lukewarm hot dogs across the street from the rock hall. It, like he realized where he was in life. It was if you took like if you took like the kind of warm water that's left over when you finish your ramen and made hot dogs in it. That's what this guy did. He's like, he went down to the lake and just like took a scoop and just like threw it in this warmer. You can't tell. He definitely pissed in it. (laughs) But he goes, did you know Neil Young was in a band called Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young? And then he left. And, and they, they changed, changed the, the name. name. <laughs> the Crosby Stills match. <laughs> we were just like, no, nah, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> that's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So you're telling me the name was his last name? And when he wasn't a part of it, they took that off the name? That was it. Like, that was bananas. And he was the like, that's period. Like, he talked something. The worst part was knowing that we weren't going to learn anything more valuable than that in the actual rock and roll thing. Actually, we didn't know that, but now we know that, and that's <laughs> the saddest part. <laughs> like, we should have just saved ourselves 30 bucks and then called it a day and then went home and had a stomach ache at your place instead of on just escalators. Keep buying hot dogs, assuming that we get a new fun fact for every two hot dogs we buy. <laughs> Just show up with different buttons. Like, maybe yeah. that's just how he knows everything. He's like, funny story about that button. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Oh, is that a Jefferson Airplane button? You know, they changed a few members and uh, changed the band name to Jefferson Starship. And we'd be like, where does he keep getting it? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like somebody left the, like, left the Rock Hall and he like and they were talking about Crosby Stills Nash and Young and then like we're like yeah and then Crosby Stills and Nash is after Neil Young left the band like he overheard that and now that's just his talking point like he was so psyched that you had that button dude you know you know what else really sketches me out about that whole experience is when was the last time you saw somebody just standing not looking at the newspaper not looking at their phone just like he was like he was literally in standby for like the entire time we walked up to him and then when we like walked over to him he like i think he was a little slow because he literally had to reboot because he was in sleep mode (laughs) like Like in a video game like when you're in ghost of tsushima and you like pull up (laughs) you There's just, like, people in the pond, like, washing something for 20 hours, and then you walk up, and they're like, oh, you're the ghost. Like, that's what, (laughs) like, we walked up, and he's like, oh, my line is about Neil Young. Like, that was 100% what that was. Well, it was insane, too, because we, like, stopped at the corner, like, five feet away from the cart, and looked at the prices, and he didn't react at all. And then we actually (laughs) stepped up to the cart, he was like, what do you what do you want like this close to him and like we were like dead committed and then as soon as he started talking i felt i felt you because i felt the same way i was like how do we get out of this and then we just never got out of it dude the the worst part the craziest part is i think our total was five dollars and we gave him like seven and then we went to walk away and he was like wait hold on hold on hold on 
it's not it's not right and you were like yeah man we're giving you a tip (laughs) (laughs) it was wild after after he goes so you get yours with like ketchup on it or whatever and i just get a regular hot dog and i'm like and he's like what do you want on it and i was oh no you go can i get onions and ketchup and he and he goes he goes what and he go onions and ketchup and then he's like what and you're like all right just ketchup and then he just gives you ketchup (laughs) and and it wasn't we don't have onions it was he didn't understand until you said (laughs) what he had and then i go i just want mustard and he goes you know what the best mustard is and i go plotchman's and he goes you know what that's a good mustard i was thinking of stadium mustard but all i have is french's and it like all right, man, why'd you bring it up? Like, I just wanted mustard. Also, when he did that, he put the mustard on your hot dog, and then that's when he noticed a button and gave us the fun fact about Neil Young. But he held your hot dog for that entire time, like, like, like he was like halfway between handing it to you and still holding it. And like, it reached a point where, like, in my mind, I was like, just drop it and build him another one. And it was 50 degrees out. Like it wasn't yeah. even it wasn't warm out. Like my hot dog was probably already room temperature. And then he's like, you know, this might be a little bit too hot to just hand him. <laughs> Dude, I just we got in the like the waiting area between the doors for the rock hall. And I was like, Did you like your hot dog? And you just were like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the best is, like, we're going from, like, the first floor of the Rock Hall, which is the basement, and then we're, like, riding up, like, the first of 12 escalators, and it's just like, hey, man, are, are you feeling all right? Because I'm feeling all right right now, but I feel like we should check in every once in a while. <laughs> it's like when you're having a bad trip or something, and you're like, hey, we just need to, like, we need to communicate so we know what's going on. So all those things, oh. Out of all, literally, out of all the things that could have killed us that weekend, I was still the most afraid of that. Oh yeah, shit! Like we almost forgot about what actually almost killed us. So, um, I told <laughs> Guns, my baby, it's America. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling my boss today because I was like, "Oh yeah, we're doing the podcast today, and we got to re- like go over this." And I was telling you after we almost died that like everybody has there's the three reactions to when something is trying to kill you in nature it is fight flight and freeze and we were having that conversation at work because like my boss was like in the marines or something and was like how do you think you would handle a live shooter and i was like i would probably freeze and then try to like talk my way out of it because i know i'm not going to be able to outrun a gun and i know i'm not going to be able to outfight somebody with a gun and he's like that's the worst that's the dumbest thing you should just at least run and i was like I don't think it's your choice at that time. And again, allegedly drugs might've been the case uh, because uh, performing at a sold out show at one of the best clubs in the nation, uh, you celebrate afterwards. And then yeah, uh, but I was, and then I met, sober. yeah, well, you were sober. Um, and then, I, I had a worse reaction than you, I think. Well, but also like, yes, but like that night. So it was like wild. Yeah, so it's it like, Sold out show at Hilarities. Um, meeting Bobby Kelly of like uh Bobby, Bobby Kelly, Kelly fame. fame. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like if you need to explain who Bobby Kelly is, then if uh, you're not listening to the right podcast, like sitting down and like hanging out with him for a minute, hanging out with like just everybody, and then like 
basically staying at hilarities until they kicked us out and we're like there's no way that tonight's gonna get better or more interesting and then we had to walk to your truck and we saw a couple fighting that was my one of my favorite parts is like this couple the guy was like oh so this is gonna be our first fight and it's because the girl stole just like a poster off a building somewhere and like they he he was like very morally upset about the theft like legitimately upset like not even like you're really gonna do this like right like you know when you're like out on a date with like a girl and like you're both a little bit too drunk and you're like we're really gonna do this right now he was like actually like yo like this is a real issue yeah and so we just walked away from it like man yeah but it's fine like it like the first half of it was like all right we're on fourth street and they're arguing there and then we like go around the corner to where your truck's at and it still was like they were like fighting and she was like a block of head of him like yelling back at him yeah that was pretty funny that there was a gap yeah like a huge gap like if they were fighting it was obvious after she was a block away yelling at him the only thing i could think too with that gap is i wanted her to be like how many seconds behind? And like, <laughs> right here would be like, uh, the car behind you is Kimmy Rockin' in. He's 1.2 seconds behind. Did I copy that? Classic. <laughs> to make a move. <laughs> That's the thing about formula. Uh, is that formula uh, is life. And life is formula. Uh. But so, like, we're like, all right, cool. We're all good. Like, so we get to the truck and then we're in like this parking building that had the same engineer as the rock hall because it took us 30 minutes to get out of it because it was only up. (laughs) It was literally the same engineer, but they were like, how do you feel about escalators? And he's like, I moved on to poles now. And there was just fucking poles. And it was just up. And like, so we're like, how do we get out of here? There's no way that we're getting out of here. I'm kind of freaking out because like edibles allegedly. And we're like, just like, (laughs) so we get out and we're like, freedom. Everything's great. And the gate was open. We were like, we were ready to pay. We got free parking. Free parking. It's not just a monopoly, kids. It happens in real life. It happens in real life for no reason. And we were on, like, we were scared of it. Like pulling out, do we need to still pay? I asked the question, can they come after me? (laughs) (laughs) And we thought that was the tops. At this point, the climax keeps going. It's like sold out show, meeting Bobby Kelly after a sold out show, getting like a free meal and like free pop and like hanging out with like good friends. (laughs) And then you watch like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Those were all great. And you were like, free meal, Bobby Kelly, pop. You can buy that at a gas station for like a buck. <laughs> and then we're just free pop. Free pop. Like seven. But like we're all like hanging out and then like everything's good. Every like it's one of those like perfect nights in comedy, and you're like, there's no way it's gonna get better than this. And then we see a real life couple having their first fight in public, and we're like, there's no way it's gonna be better than this. And then we're like we're trapped in this parking building. We finally get out and we're like, yes, there's no way it's better than like we, we got out of purgatory for free. And Literally, then we got, we went through it and they were like, garage is open. Proceed to the track. Um, <laughs> time to beat. <laughs> we were like, it's done. We're good. And so then we're leaving and we're driving back and I don't know where we're at at this point. And then, uh, 
Can you explain the murder we almost saw? Yeah, so we're like right whatever street the Rock Hall, or not the Rock Hall, I'm just sorry. The, the Justice Center, or like the court, the big courthouse. We're like at a light perpendicular to the, that street. And there was like no cars, but there was a guy who I think was drunk just like listing through the intersection. And so there was a car in front of us and us at this light, and there's like no other cars. And then two cars that I think maybe were street racing, they were going fast, came down like the fast, street. Fast. Fast, fast, downtown. Too fast, too furious to be in a in a metropolitan area. Let alone Cleveland, yeah. But yeah. like, there's the guy's listing across the street, and they stop and honk at him, and he yells at the car. But here's then, the worst part. No, you're skipping where we thought we were about to see this guy oh, die. Yeah. Because he's in the middle of the street, and they are hauling ass at 1.30 in the morning. And yeah. what's an empty city, absolutely empty city, and they're about to see the one person in like a five mile square, and we're just like, oh no, we're about to see this guy die, and then yeah. somehow they stop. <laughs> they stopped, and we were like, oh good, this won't get any more violent. Foreshadowing, but. <laughs> <laughs> And then drunk guy gets mad. Like, if I was that, I would be like, yo, I'm so happy I didn't just die right now. The and most wild part. At him. The most wild part about that is he, like, walks up to the car that's parked right there, unlocks it, and then he goes, you know what? Now that I've identified this as my property, I'm mad. <laughs> and then he started yelling. <laughs> started yelling at him. These animals who are driving at a thousand miles an hour in a city, and then they zip around the corner and they then go down we, the streets they go down the street we had to go down and so yeah. we got the green light and there's a car in front of us and they we both go through the light and this car's just stopped because i think they wanted to yell at the guy more that was walking and so the car in front of us isn't moving the car in front of them is the people that were speeding and so the car in front of us haunts and then some dude just like opens the sunroof and gets out and he's holding a gun. <laughs> One, what a wild way to find out the car in front of you has a sunroof is because somebody's getting out of it <laughs> to yell. And then they brandish a weapon. <laughs> like they just and had no. a gun. And you I was telling my, so, so to make it full circle, I told my boss, I 100% freeze. And <laughs> At the same time, I'm yelling, whoa, 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 Joe goes, wait, is that a gun? Clearly a gun. <laughs> I've, ne I've never been. Well, I was literally like, clearly a gun, and I was like, hold up, let's make sure we really know what we're working with. <laughs> it's like, fight, flight, freeze, or ask questions, gather information. <laughs> Let's try to Nancy Drew this to a solution. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Is that a weapon? I just want to make sure that I am I just, okay. I just want to gauge my fear level, make sure that, you know, like if it's an airsoft gun, I'm still afraid. Just if it's a real gun, I'm more afraid because then the window doesn't have a, it's no longer a factor. <laughs> like, this is a brand new truck. If we could not uh, fire a weapon at it, one, that'd be great. Two, I'm terrified for my life, and I'm not even entirely sure that that's a real gun. And then... It was just, all I could, once once I, like, it clicked in my mind that it was a gun, all I could hear in my brain was just, like, two promising comedians shot dead in cold blood in downtown Cleveland today near the Justice Center. Family and friends say Ray Roberts and Joe Briggs had promising careers ahead of them. <laughs> like... 
dude. And when they walked into a room, there was nothing but laughter. <laughs> there was like terrible reports. So, but then the worst is for the Sunday show. Like, it's almost one of those things where like you you like wake up the next. So morning. wait, r- real quick question though, before we go to Sunday. Yeah. Do you think when they were buying that car, they were like, "Yeah, we'll take the Acura," and they were like, "Is there a sunroof?" Oh, but here's the thing. He also got out of it so cool is that like it was so fast. It was so fast. So they've done it before. Like this was not this was not the first time that that had happened. What if it was his first time, but he's just been practicing and then he like got back in the car and he was like, I fucking nailed it, guys. Yeah. Like you say, you know, when you write like a new joke and you like go over it in your head and then you go to a mic and then it just fucking murders. That was his (laughs) moment. Like that was his open mic. He like it wasn't a real show because he didn't have to pop the gun off. But like he knows now that it'll work in a real situation. So when his friends were like, "How did Flash and the gun go?" He went, "I murdered." (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) Joe Briggs, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) So. But, like, the worst part of it is you're like, all right, I'm not even 100% sure that this actually happened because it was so ridiculous. And then we just went home, watched Formula, uh, and then, like, passed out after having pizza again, probably. And then wake up Sunday morning, um, went and filmed some videos um, with uh, Zoltan and Alec. And when I go... Hey, we saw some like I was like on the street, like right in front of um like right by like the arcade or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And so we're like standing there and I was like, and it was like one of those, it was 10 and 10 30 in the morning. You're like halfway done with your first coffee and you're just kind of like figuring out where you're at, and you're like, Oh yeah, shit. Like we almost got shot last night. Um, and then they're like, yeah, why is this not like the first thing that you thought of? And you're like, I don't even like so much happened that night that that was like fourth on the we, list. And it was the last thing. Cause we didn't get shot too. It would have been a way different. If we got shot, that would, it would be the first thing. Or got shot free- at. Like if they would have shot the gun, that would have, I think been more memorable. Then the free parking though. Cause that's never happened to me before. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying is like, that might be the most important detail of that day. But then when I go and like tell people, so like Zoltan and Alec were like, yeah, that's not normal because they like grew up in places where like people act like people. And (laughs) then I go to like hilarities and I was like, Sam, uh, name dropping the booker of hilarities, kind of a big deal. Um, I was like, Sam, uh, (laughs) fucking. Hey, I'm there Saturday, brother. Yeah. I go, hey, man, we almost got shot last night. And he goes, well, it is Cleveland. And that was the end of the conversation. It wasn't. <laughs> it yeah, nobody, everybody was like, no, like nobody pulled a gun on you. And we, I was like, dude, they pointed it at the car in front of us. Like he brandished it, pointed it real quick and then put it back. And then they just sped off in the direction we had to go. Yeah, it wasn't even like it's like, you know, how when you like say hello to somebody at the grocery store and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to get moving. Uh, and then you run into them like an aisle later. Like it would have imagined that, but like guns are involved. They literally took the entrance we needed to wrap to. So we went in front of the rock hall and just took a lap to get away. So we were like, that was a gun. For Life sure. is formula uh, and you okay. never leave the rock hall. That's those are our rules. It's a it's a two rule episode, guys. Do you think the person that made the rock wall listened to Hotel California once 
and was like, I can make a building like that. Here's the thing. Because isn't that the song that's like, yeah, you, you can, can never leave. And you then, can check out, but you can never leave. Yeah, that's I a think, rock hall. I think you just figured out the uh, the rock hall. Yeah. That's is. the only thing that makes sense. The Hotel California. Hey, this is episode 20, by the way. Congratulations to us. No, that's pretty close when I said 50. Yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, formula uh, is... How far behind are we? Uh, you are stated behind? You are... P20. I like how they can't just say you're in 20th place. It's like you're P20. Well, the best part is they're like, it's, they can never be like, this is the person behind you. They're like, it's, uh, it's, uh, Charles, uh, behind you. And then behind him, it's another person. And then they're like, okay. Like they know what that means. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we're like far in this episode. Is uh, we did a pretty good wrap up. I mean, yeah, that was a it was a powerful weekend. I mean, there were a lot of like little intricate things that like yeah. that happened, but I mean, it was just one of those like all around great weekends. Um, I don't know. It was, it's Cleveland's it really cool when you're like a when you're a tourist. Yeah, and like, dude, I've lived in Cleveland for a while. I couldn't tell you the last time I actually paid to do the rock wall. Like, I've never been. Usually, Guess what? I'm you, never gonna go back there again. It's not. <laughs> I love rock and roll. I love rock music, but the rock hall is not a good time. I love it's rock. And a bad time, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not it. All right. Like, <laughs> I love rock and roll music. I love museums period like i went to the art museum and hung out at the art museum for three hours just to be in a museum like i like if you take rock and roll and make it a museum you're like this might be the best place of all time hey, and do it you was- love do you love rock and roll music do you love some of the great rock songs but mostly the soft ones then you're gonna love great clips because they've got it all baby <laughs> they've got all of it gentle rock and roll a woman who shouldn't be cutting hair, cutting hair. Great clips. Great clips haircuts are the rock and roll hall of fame of haircuts. <laughs> Cause you go and you're like excited. You're like, I'm going to have a fresh new look. It's going to be great seeing like, it's the haircut book. When you get there, you're like, I can do this. And then they're like, here's like a kind of a version of that. If you want it. That's like, you know, like when uh, you get like a good haircut and people are like, who did your hair? And they wanted like when they ask people on the red carpet in Hollywood and stuff, they're like, "Who who did your hair today?" Great clips. Yeah, no, but great <laughs> clips is like, "Who who did your hair?" And people are literally like, "I couldn't tell you. It was twenty minutes ago. I have no idea. It was either a man <laughs> or a woman." <laughs> they all look the same. It could be a man. It could be a woman. Yeah. Uh, they all look the same there. Like it's very like that's the future that people want. Like there's there's no gender. Uh, you can't ever tell. That is legitimately, like, this is a true story. That is the only place I've ever gotten a haircut where in the middle of it, somebody was like, I need to go use the bathroom. <laughs> 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 I had to go to a Great Clips once, straight up, like, I had to go to a Great Clips once. My card, for what, like, at a certain point in life, it would just, like, if I used the parking thing downtown Cleveland when I worked there for, like, a hot second, it would shut my card down for the rest of the day. So I got done with work, 
went to Great Clips, got my hair cut, and I, like, went to pay, and I didn't have any cash on me, and I was like, oh, shit, like, my card's not working, like, I need to go to the bank, and they're like, yeah, okay, and, like, just, like, let me leave, and then I go to the bank and come back with money, and they're like, we thought we'd never see you again, like, (laughs) they're so used to, like, people just skipping out on, like, their haircuts, that they were just like, yeah, whatever, man, like, this happens all the time, like, you gotta... What, what did you have like capital i just love like capital one what's in your wallet and you're just like literally nothing literally not it was it was my chase card my chase card oh, every chase. time i would use it down because like they were stupid on like security so i would like use my card for parking and then they would like flag that as like weird behavior every single time and i would like i've worked downtown for like a few months dude i think i so like when i first got it, my first credit card was capital one and uh, I didn't have any money for most of college. And so, like, I don't think I'd ever put more than, like, $35 on the credit card at one time. And then when I graduated college, I bought, like, a guitar. And it was, like, 500 bucks. The most money I'd ever put on the credit card. And they straight up turned the card. And they, like, called me. And they were like, yeah, you don't ever spend money. And this is definitely, like, a rogue purchase. They were like, we know you're destitute. There's no way this was you. And it, and it was. And it was, like, embarrassing. Yeah, Capital One was my first credit card as well. Because like I just got it off of a Facebook ad. Like that's yeah, when same. Yeah, like 2010 was just wild. I paid thirty dollars like, for it. Yeah. Like it was like 30 bucks, you got it. And like I maxed it out instantly on like cigars and like I would let like adults go buy me beer with it. Like it was just like instantly maxed. You'd and be like, here, take my credit card, you would give it. Yeah, I was like, it's free money. Go for it. Like, just go use my card. And then, like, I just decided not to pay it. Like, I was just like, I'm not paying this. Like, I maxed it up like $300 instantly. And I was like, this was like, this is how dumb I was at like 21. I was like 20 or 21. I was like, I'm just not going to pay them. And they're going to have to deal with it because like credit scores didn't exist to me. And then they like called and I was like, yeah, I don't have money to pay for this. And they're like, all right, well, we can just like write off because it was $300. Like what's $300 to capital one. They're like, but we'll never give you a credit card ever again. And And you were like, Ooh, yeah. I was like, you shouldn't have given me one in the first place. Like, this is what we learned. And now like I have like capital one is who I have my car through and like my credit card with like $3,000 worth of credit limit on it. And it's like, like they just lied. Like they were like, like, of course we're going to give you money in like five years. It's so funny to me that they gave it to you and you can just be like, fuck you, like flip them off. Like, I wish it was a real brick and mortar establishment so you could walk in. Yeah, just like you know them. that I run this place now, right? Like, yeah. like you just gave me, like, yeah, sure, my interest rates are like ridiculous and should not, like nobody should ever have to pay that high of interest on things. But it's also like, yeah, man, you just straight up said you'd never give me money again for the rest of my life. Like when I was 21, they're like, we're never going to give you money again. And I was like, that's fine fuck one of the biggest banks in the country and then uh five years later they're like all right we'll give you a second shot and it's been okay so far but dude i like that five years is such a short amount of time they were like we're never gonna give you money again and then you basically walked down their doorstep got to the street and were like you know what i could use some money and you turned around and turned door and they're like all right yeah that's one it was like they gave me money when I had no, like, they're like, here's a $300. Here's just $300. We're going to give you $300. The interest rate is like a thousand percent. We're just going to give you this $300 because you don't have a job in college and we don't give a fuck. And then, 
as soon as I get like a real job and I'm like, Hey, I make money again. They're like, here, uh, we'll give you a credit card. But now instead of a thousand percent, uh, APR, it's going to be a million percent. And I was like, sick, let's do it. Yeah. That's, it's just like such a, like, you can't apply that to anything else, dude. Like if, <laughs> if I was like dating somebody and cheated on her and then like, we got back together immediately and her friends were like, Oh, did he apologize? And she'd just be like, no, he just came back and it was it. <laughs> like oh he didn't apologize at all and they'd be like he just came back and well that happened here. to me like i did that at a job once like i just like i didn't put in like a t- like i just left like i was just like i left a voicemail that was like hey i'm quitting and then like went and like ran a campaign and then like it was six seven months later i like ran into like the owner at a bar and I was like, hey, man, like kind of looking for a job. Are you guys like hiring again? And she's like, we never rehire people. And I was like, all right, that's fine. So like, when should I start working again? And she's like, come and talk to me on Monday. And like, I walked in and they're like, yeah, we'll hire you, but don't ever do this again. And then like, of course I did it again, but it was like, <laughs> it was just like, how did like, it's, you can't just lie and say you don't do things and then do it like after you just are like all right cool so you don't do this uh but you're gonna do it for me like i don't think enough people use that as like a part of their life is when somebody says no you're like all right but how about this time and then like you'll probably get away with it so i just realized this because i think you're gonna enjoy it before we finish wrap this up is uh i have like a bullet points of things that i thought we were going to talk about and we covered everything uh, without the, formula, the list we covered the entire list because i remember when we were making the list we were like we need to list everything because we're gonna we'll forget. forget because yeah. that's how many drugs may or may not have been ingested over that weekend no we were we're clear did we got every single thing but the last bullet point is about formula oh and it's just it just says the word formula and then u h h h h h h h I'm going to need you to send me exactly how many H's because that is the title of the podcast. <laughs> I need that sent to me so I can copy it. Oh, I come on, not it. here. All right, I'll steal it. It's fine. We got it. Um, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, eight H's. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to try to put this oh. up tonight. So is there anything? I mean, people aren't going to listen to it until tomorrow or the weekend. So is there anything that you have coming up that you need to um, do? Winch- hey, uh, I feel bad talking about this because it's so goddamn prestigious, but uh, the Winchester. Is it out yet? Is it sold out yet? Nope. It usually sells out day out, but the Winchester is tomorrow night. Bring your friends, bring your other friends, bring your mom, your dad, bring your vaccines, put them in your eyes. Yo, it is the night before. Yeah. We're not, nobody's going to listen to this and go to it from. All right, Saturday. Saturday, if you're probably thinking, hey, it's Saturday, I'm pretty busy. Well, pretty late, 11 p.m. Fuck you doing at 11 p.m. That's right. You're going to hilarities because they're doing a New York style stand up show. I'm on it. Brett Thomas is on it. Tom Bruton's on it. That's all I know, but go see it. There. There we go. At hilarities on the main stage? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Not, I don't think they're using the uh, cabaret yet because it's too small with like social distancing. Dude, I. So now that I've done the main stage, um, obviously doing the main stage rules because you're like doing comedy on one of the stages that like you've seen like Kelly do comedy on yeah yeah 
Like, and you're just like, I, and that's the thing about Bobby Kelly. We can end on Bobby Kelly because you're like, I just performed a sold out show at Hilarities, which is like amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Obviously I'm just the host. So it's like not my yeah. show, but like I go up, I kill Alec goes up. He kills Zoltan goes up yeah, fucking murders. And then you go, I didn't see, um, I didn't see anybody, any of the opening acts, but I saw Bill do his feature set, did a great job. And then Bobby Kelly goes up and I have never seen an entire room of people like crowd, comedians, staff, everybody was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like he murdered. I don't even He's a killer. It, it didn't even make sense. And it was and it was one of those, like, because you're just sitting there and you're like, he's a legend. Like, he's been around forever. He's been doing it forever. And, like, that was the second night in a row that I watched him. And he just, like, because I was, the first night I was like, this is amazing how he's murdering right off the rip. And then the second night, he did it for, like, an hour and 15. And then just was just like, all right, guys, peace out. And it's just like, how do you not, like, like, that's just what, how he lives. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's the levels. first time I, I've only like gotten to do my real jokes on that stage once. I did like jokes on you, which was really cool, but like doing my material only happened once on that stage. And like when I got down, I was just like, man, I've seen like, like I like Garrett Goldman a lot, and I was like, I've seen him murder here a few times, and I was at least good enough to be on the same stage as him. And I was like, that blew my mind. Like, which is like and which it's like very cool but it's also very humbling at the same time because yeah. like i'm good enough to be on this stage which is a very cool thing and it's like one of those yeah. things where people don't realize like if you're performing there like to me like obviously i'm not as good as bobby kelly or tom Seger or anything like that but like you're like i'm good enough to perform at the same places that they perform and that's like a very cool thing to like remind yourself when you're like having that like i'm not shit or i'm not anywhere in comedy and you're like oh like i'm good enough like i've performed at these places i've seen yeah. i've paid to see people on this stage and i just got paid to do that like that's absolutely insane and I'm like then, it's like the, you're not even thinking about the money at that point. You're just like, holy shit. Like, you're like I wasn't. I was just like, holy shit. But like you're not even thinking about how, but like you're still like, I just performed on a real comedy show that I had seen people do comedy on and like hung out in the back corner with other comedians who did the same. It's like it's just one of those like a weird like pinch yourself and realize where you're at in life kind of things and yeah. then it's one of the coolest things that's ever happening but one of the most humbling things is you watch somebody dismantle that entire yeah. room with like the funniest shit in the entire world and you're like all right we still have work to do did he wrote like one of the funniest individual lines i think i've ever heard live is when he was talking about like he does. I don't want to mess it up, but he did a bit about like going snow tubing with his kid, and he's a big dude, so it, the force, like the snow at the end, didn't stop his snow tubing time. It changed seasons. I, mean, I lost it. Like, and Zoltan's standing there next to, and I just turn, I look at him, and we, and it was one of those like moments where you just like whether or not you're like best friends with somebody or you've known somebody for like a minute and a half, like, you know, those moments you look at somebody and you just know exactly what they're thinking. And that's like, yeah. you're like there's like, in what world, in what world do you make that joke? Like that is the funniest fucking thing. Yeah. Cause I think like Mary was sitting next to us too. And I was like, it's not, it's like not fair. No. I was like, he just, 
It just like dropped an atomic bomb, and then we're like, oh, so what are we gonna do? Yeah, and then we're all just like hanging out at the bar afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. like, all right. Wild. Um, well, shout out to Bobby Kelly. Um, shout yeah. out to Cleveland. Um, you don't need to put big letters in front of everything. Um, oh, that's kind of what we do here. Otherwise, I think everyone here just has dimension. mention. We're just getting good with labels. Well, like that's what like it's so funny because I took a picture next to like the Cleveland sign to Edgewater, and you're like, why does everything need to be labeled? Like you're just you don't think about it until you're like, this is Cleveland, and you're like, yeah, of course it's Cleveland. Like when you yeah. go anywhere else, they don't just have big letters across their skyline. But hey, shout out to Cleveland, shout out to Ohio. I do, I do really appreciate, yeah, that it is cool to do that in Cleveland because if you went to Chicago and it was like Chicago, you'd be like, yeah, fucking obviously, Cleveland's yeah. like just small enough where we can get away with it. Yeah, you've got the like, yeah, because like you get the whole city from that shot yeah. too. Where like Chicago, you have to like go to the Bean or go to like the four other spots that are super cool there. But um, all right, go to that show at Hilarities on Saturday. Um, who is Ray Roberts for all my shit? Uh, Akron Rubber City Comedy Festival. I'm back in Akron uh in like three weeks, so um, I'm not gonna go hang out in Cleveland this time. So I have to like hang out with Akron Comics, which will be uh great. Um, but so yeah, come to that. Uh, who is Ray Roberts.com. Anything else, Joe? Before I end this, and then uh, go do yoga, and then try to get this posted tonight. Honestly, no. I mean, we probably should wrap it up. I got some formula to watch. All right. Peace out. We'll talk to you later. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in person, ad-free, with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.